Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. This week we're going to be looking back at uh, game week 14 and uh, I'm a happy chappy. Seamus, how are you getting on? Yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah, it was a good game week for both of us. Mm. Some slightly better than others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some sliced Van Dyke shots away uh, from... You know, that's the real only real difference between our scores this week. Don't hate the player hate the game I do hate the game yeah <laughs> no I had a pretty good week this week uh, I got 70 points in total which boosted me right back up into the top 100k I had a bit of a nasty one last week and I fell down to 150 but uh, this week I'm back up inside 95k so pretty happy with my game week rank it was somewhere like 200 odd thousand and uh, my third best you, of the season were yeah. you down to oh the, 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 the game, game week rank, rank yeah, yeah so I'm pretty happy I had a bit of a decent uh, where were you before uh, the start of the week you were like 150 145 I think 145 yeah, so 50,000 places 50,000 places in a week so yeah it's I'm definitely happy it's really good nice to see a green arrow again what about you you got a 6th consecutive green arrow I believe 6 consecutive green arrows yeah, yeah. Um, I made one transfer this week and I brought in Sterling for where did you get rid of Mane and okay. I watched that Liverpool game and everything Mane did just he just looked like he was so likely to score he had a couple of really good chances. Salah kept playing the ball off for him. Mm. I was sure he was going to score, um, but he didn't, so that felt okay. And Sterling got you the goal. And Sterling got the goal, and I did weigh up whether to go for Sterling or Aguero, Sterling or Aguero at my captaincy, and I said I'd play it safe, and I went with Aguero, who, as everyone knows, didn't play. So <laughs> Don't you love when decisions yeah. that you mull over for fucking ages end up being meaningless? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so uh, I, got, I, I got my Salah 18 points for, or Sterling 18 points, I got my Salah three points and uh, he came out Salah should be mentioned came off in like the 70th minute or something like that yeah. so it looks like he might be rested nice for uh, game week 15 I think they're playing Tuesday yeah they are they're no playing, they're playing Wednesday they're playing Burnley though which is a nice uh, fixture for for Salah and I think he will oh that's, that's disgusting that sound <laughs> is me licking my lips yeah that was something I never want to see again yeah. uh, times like this I'm glad it's just audio Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no that is a nice one I got a nice bunch of points from my defence this week Seamus you might have noticed that mm. uh, I had Bennett who didn't play and coming off the bench for him was the one and only Shane Duffy is it Shane Duffy is that the boys one guy oh fuck I don't know I do, <laughs> I, it is Shane Duffy <laughs> or is it yeah either way it's not John Duffy anyway yeah. Duffy anyway came off the bench and he got me 10 points so I was very happy with that and because of Aguero not playing uh, Wan-Bissaka came out with his clean sheet for Burnley who I see you made the right decision to start and was justly rewarded who came on for you with Aguero I don't even know. You see, you've thrown me now with this whole Shane Duffy thing. Now, yeah. I, now I'm trying to think, is that the, is that the guy from Boyzone? Are they both called? I think they're both called Shane Duffy. There we go. Possibly. That, that could be okay. the, yeah. I get out of this. I gotta, this is going to wreck your head for the next I'll, hour. Yeah, I would draw myself. But yeah, <laughs> I started Wan-Bissaka this week. Uh, I was kind of wondering between um, Bennett and... Yeah, uh, Bennett and... Uh, who the hell... Yeah, Bennett won Bissaka. I was kind of thinking. I was always planning on starting one. You were playing Doherty, so you had your wolves. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering about doubling up. No, actually, my decision was who do I start out over Charleston or Mitrovic? Actually, uh, mm. in the end, and I was going with Mitrovic over uh, Richarlison just because he's on penalties, and I thought Chelsea don't look very very sound at the back after that Spurs game. Then, literally about an hour and a half, <laughs> two hours before uh, the game started, maybe you know less than an hour before the deadline uh, the rumour had it that Bennett hadn't trained the night before Yeah. so this is where the benefit of stalking on uh, you know Reddit and Twitter comes in uh, there was rumours that Bennett was going to be dropped and then it was told that he, uh, you know, the team sheet got leaked before it and I was told your man Sace was going to start so, so I took him out <clears throat> so I knew he wasn't going to play okay. so I well I didn't know how reliable the source was so I took him out I said look I've got Doherty in there anyway Took him out, started with Charleston. Um, as it start, worked out anyway, Richarlison and Mitrovic did nothing for me anyway, which, like, <laughs> again, yeah. nothing decision. Um, Aguero didn't play this week, so Fraser came off my bench. Didn't have a really strong bench. Uh, in fact, if uh, there was anyone else who did play apart from Aguero, I would have no one else coming off. Yeah. Yeah. So my defense did well, like yours. Not as good as yours. You had like uh, you had uh, a goal for Duffy, assist for Van Dijk, and two clean sheets with Alonso and Wan-Bissaka. I also and Fabianski. Have and Fabianski. Mm-hmm. Well, I had Fabianski, Alonso, and Bissaka as well in mine. I had Robertson instead of Van Dijk. 
and Doherty instead of uh, Duffy. Duffy. Yeah. So you got a few extra bonus from them. And uh, your poxy poxy Van Dyke assists, which I don't think even he can believe. Do you actually see he came out on social media? No. And uh, when the official FPL Twitter handle came out and said, goal, Origi, <laughs> assist Van Dyke, yeah. he actually replied to the official FPL one there with a laughing emoticon yeah, yeah. emoji. Brilliant. Yeah. So that's what he thinks of his own assists. And that got you six points, which was uh, enough to beat me this week I yeah. got 65 and you got 70 so without that I would have beaten you yeah well and that know. was like the last kick of the game week pretty much it was literally uh, one of the last few kicks of the fucking game week so I, I left the pub last night a very happy man not just because of the few points of stout but because of the yeah. big assist let's um, start with the Liverpool everything game and uh, 1-0 Liverpool last uh, minute fucking goal uh, the rest of it any thoughts on it everything looked really good uh, we're very unlucky not to get something for the game uh, your man Lucas Dean was going to get the three bonus points until that fuck up so a lot of people went from having counting their nine points yeah and you know don't count your, your FPL points until they hatch until so a lot of people, FPL eggs hatch yeah so they got their uh they went from nine points down to two points unfortunately so um, yeah everything have been quite good defensively Richarlison Richarlison watch Sigerson watch Richarlison watch uh, mm. Richarlison wasn't involved in the game too much when he was he did a lot of good defensive work won a lot of balls back held the ball up well laid it off was fouled a bit Gomez got booked for taking him down yeah. so got ever- a bit petulant at one stage but all, all round he looked pretty good so I have uh, he's got two nice fixtures coming up here against Newcastle and Watford and I am I'm keeping him and mm. I'm going to be Hopefully he'll do well. Richardson got booked late on for a pitch and a foul. He, or not Richardson, excuse me, Sigurdsson. And Sigurdsson was taking shots. Anytime he got the ball, he was just looking to shoot. From unrealistic, you know, you know, uh, length distances right out. Ranges, yeah. So, yeah. We're looking at Everton's uh, next two fixtures. Uh, they've got Newcastle at home and Watford at home. I think for anyone that is sitting on the likes of the Richardsons and the Sigurdsons and the Dean, Deans, they, uh, they're, they're going to be pretty happy to just uh, leave them in their team. Yeah, no absolutely. Uh, if you are think if you don't have any of those and you're not happy with someone around the seven million mark like Martial, I know some people have Martial and are kind of regretting um, maybe getting him in because he's blank the last few weeks. I would say this: they're against Arsenal at home this week, which isn't a great fixture, but you know it is at home. And then they've got a lovely game against Fulham, which is a really nice fixture. And then away to Liverpool, you can't be expecting too much there. Although he has scored against Liverpool before, mm. so yeah, if you are thinking of moving off him then someone like Sigurdsson or Richardson is a really good option. Do not worry about uh, game 17 and 18 with City and Spurs lined up for Everton. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty easy no, to tell people to stay, but in by terms the time of that comes it, around, that's like two game weeks away. I mean, um, yeah, but the but game weeks are coming so fucking fast now. It'll be it'll be like in two or three more podcast time. Oh yeah, but you can just use your wild card then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's a man with his wild card in his pocket. Oh yeah. 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 I think I'd be safe in saying the majority of managers don't have the wild card. Uh, left. I put it up on Twitter this week just to kind of get a gauge how many how people. Uh, I think eighty percent of people have used their wild card yeah. already. Yeah. Mm. There's only a small amount out there. Yeah. But I'll be looking at using mine in the next few weeks so I was thinking this week but looks I think pretty sad. it's tough you're using it it's the hardest time to use it but I mean the longer you leave it the less uh, useful it's going to be so uh, fair enough I um, would say this though someone like uh, an Everton de- uh, defensive asset because I think they were strong to back Keane Dinye uh, Yeri Mina who had a good chance to score in this game mm. they could be uh, good options for the next couple of weeks as long as you don't mind benching them if you've got a decent uh, you know decent bench there mm. You know, you might uh, might be happy enough to bench them in game week seventeen and eighteen. Yeah. Well, I've been talking about Liverpool. Uh, from the match itself, they got another clean sheet. They look pretty solid at the back. Uh, Salah blanked. Mane blanked. Firmino blanked. Uh, nothing too shocking, I suppose. As we mentioned already, Salah getting. Salah should have had an assist, though. Really? Yeah. Well, Shakiri missed a one-on-one where he really should have put it away. That Salah played him in with. Mane missed a good chance that uh, Salah played him in. Salah could have should have had two assists yep. in, in in the space of five minutes. He was. You know, denied much to chagrin of his owners. So it is encouraging then when you look at Liverpool's next fixture away uh, to Burnley. It's like you know what Salah gotten the twenty minutes extra rest. He should be starting, and he'll be a solid captain choice, I think, for next week. Thinking of getting rid. I'm thinking of getting rid. Yeah. And part of the reason is that I have the wild card. I'm going to keep obviously for this game. And I mentioned a while ago, he's probably going to be my captain against Burnley yeah. because I don't have any Spurs coverage who have a really nice game. The best game probably this week yeah. against uh, South, uh, Tottenham against Southampton. I'll probably keep and captain. I may not captain. I may go for somebody else. I might go for fucking uh, Mitrovic against Leicester or something mad like that. But 
Yeah, then the following week, Bournemouth, Man United, Wolves. Well, you're thinking of getting rid of Salah? I don't think he's... He's just not fast enough. I look at what I could do by getting rid of Salah and Richarlison. I could get Sané and Eriksson in or something mm. like that. You know, I'm kind of thinking that looks much nicer. Well, there's lots of options. But you mentioned uh, Spurs, uh, their fixtures starting to look tasty now. And they uh, finished uh, their hard run with a fucking uh, stormer of a match uh, against Arsenal there yesterday as well. Uh, yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal picking up the win with that one. They uh, Arsenal looking really good, but I don't know where to go for their assets. I don't like their defensive options. They can't keep clean sheets. If they can't keep clean sheets, and I don't really care this how is Arsenal we're talking about Arsenal. Yeah, if they can't keep clean sheets, I don't. Um, I don't care how you know attacking Kalisinac, Klasinac looks or Bellerin looks. Um, they don't interest yeah. me unless they're keeping a few clean sheets along the way. At midfield, there's no options there. I know Torreira scored, but he's not going to be getting too many goals or assists. He's the there's no options role. in the midfield the only place that there is options is up front I think with the likes of Aubameyang uh, who scored did he score last he did he scored a penalty and got he, an got, he got two goals and an assist yeah, yeah he so got 16 points uh, he's he's where I'm kind of looking I think I'd rather him over Kane so that's a big that was a bit you could see on Twitter how things were changing Kane yeah. got his penalty you know he's got like he's got like four fours uh, attacking returns in his last four games he's been ticking over nicely and not really been picking up many bonus points but getting like seven six five six points and stuff like that the last few games yeah uh, every, when he scored the penalty everyone was like that's it getting him in for southampton um and then lacazette goes off and scores uh, Aubameyang, Aubameyang, yeah, should I yeah, say, yeah. scores a penalty of his own and then scores an absolute peach of a goal yeah sort of go along re with uh with ben larice didn't even die for it into the side into the and they're gonna get an assist then he ended up getting a, a lovely assist as well for Torreira at the very end. So, I mean, I'm kind of a bit gutted because I was never... After what happened in game with Gate, yeah. where I went minus points and getting Kane, I was very sceptical about going for Kane again this week. The other thing about that is I can't do it in one move. Uh, yeah, Kane's a so million more expensive. I so. was always looking at getting in Aubameyang in game week 16 after their supposedly tough fixtures of Spurs and United were out of the way. <laughs> he's only gone and alerted half the fucking game to his ability now. So, And he's like top goal scorer in the league right now. He's got 10 goals. Yeah. So he's the top performing FPL forward. He's also the top uh, for transfers in as we record this yeah, podcast. Yeah, he's got it. T- See, that's what I mean. He's just, everyone's going on to him. And it doesn't help the fact that Aguero is... Uh, is Karen Knocken was left out with Man City again? Yeah, the top of the transfers out uh, with nearly 400,000 yeah, transfers so out this week. Uh, it's, it's Aguero to Kane and Aubameyang so far and it, we don't know. We'll have to, we'll talk about it when we talk, discuss Man City in a few minutes but we'll finish off with the Spurs-Arsenal game. Yeah, Spurs looking like just, I know they got their asses kicked on fucking Sunday but they have a really nice run of fixtures. They've got Southampton at home uh, yeah. next, Leicester, Burnley, Everton, Bournemouth. Their matches that Spurs should be picking up wins in all of them, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, there's the Everton one will be a bit tricky, and uh, I'm you know I'm sure Leicester away isn't too easy, but they should be fucking winning these. Yeah, now is the time to go from this is the official at FPL hangover recommendation. You should be looking at Spurs assets right now. They have the nicest run of fixtures uh, over the Christmas period. Now, they're playing a lot of games. They're generally playing every three or four games until the end of the month, so there's going to be a rotation there. Uh, Pochettino said it himself. He said uh, Lloris is the only one who's probably going to be playing all those games. Uh, Everyone else is going to be out. Like, Alderweireld was dropped this week in the Arsenal game, which I think made a big difference. Yeah. Um, Well, he really wanted to play Hoyt. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really get it. But anyway, he dropped him and they lost 4-2, so I guess that's him back next week. Oh, well, it's definitely him back because... Tonga got sent off he did yeah he did uh, speaking of petulance yeah uh, second yellow I think wasn't it yeah uh, well he had he was kind of in control of the ball he played the ball but it was kind of he was stretching for it yeah. played the ball followed through in a man it was, it was definitely a yellow and, um, uh, yeah he's suspended now for what's well, just a one game isn't it it's two yellows it's one game ban um, so but I would be looking I, I don't know if I'd be looking at Hoyt just because when Vertonghen comes back you're thinking Vertonghen and Everald and I don't know what the story with Sanchez is there yeah. he's surely kind of in contention so Hoyt could be down to four choice in a while there is a strong risk of rotation in the Spurs yeah. uh, back line at the Trippier moment Trippier still out Aurier starting um, but Trippier is in his last stage of exactly recovery, so, so. You, there's no point going for Aurier if Trippier is back in a couple of game weeks yeah. so I think you got to be looking at their midfield options not looking at Lucas Moore anymore if you have him yeah maybe you want to stay but he seems to be on the, off the bench now Son has <laughs> Being introduced slowly, but he started the last two games. Played Got another he, assist this week. Yeah, he was a ama- son. Did he? Oh he yeah, did, yeah, for diving. I forgot. <laughs> um, amazing uh, goal against Chelsea. An assist this week. An assist for Ericsson owners. 
Uh, Ali was very quiet and actually did very little, um, especially second half. Yeah. It was good enough first half, but second half Arsenal took over and I think Ali's touches map especially was was pretty poor. Uh, I think most of his touches were from tip off. <laughs> I, I saw a stat, and I don't know if it's true, but uh, I, he'd only used something like six successful passes yeah. in the second half. But he's definitely, for he's definitely an option for future games. Like you know, he's Ali was the one I was looking most yeah. at, so I'm kind of disappointed at what that he did nothing in uh, the Arsenal game. Ericsson picked up another assist as well. Yeah. Uh, so there's and Kane obviously with his penalties. So yeah, I'd Options be getting a one abound. Of those. Yeah, yeah, Aguero Kane, to Kane could be a good move if you can afford it. Yeah. If you've got two transfers, uh, I don't like the toss of taking any hits. Yeah. So I'm definitely not doing that this week because the last time I took a hit to take getting Kane, it bit me in the balls. So. It did. And it bit a lot of people in the balls. Hard. I might roll my transfer this week because mm-hmm. I could go for a Bamiang, but I was going to make your wild card harder to do them next week if you're sitting on two free transfers. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not. If, Either way, I think what to take from it is that Arsenal and Spurs have a lovely run of fixtures coming up. So I know Arsenal have a United this week, but after that, it's another sea of fucking blue. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just invest. You can look at both teams. There's your Spurs. Yeah, it's actually very handy that Spurs and Arsenal are playing this week yeah. because those are the two with the best running games coming yeah. up. And we've just discussed what options you should be looking at there. So, what we. Pause for a moment. What way are you leaning with Spurs and Arsenal assets over this Christmas? Over the who's, general. Who's your. If you were going to rank from both teams your top four players to have. See, I think with Spurs, you can cover some of their... Not cover, but you can get in in the midfield. I think the likes of, as we mentioned, Arsenelli, Son. Uh, they're all, yeah. you know, options. Whereas with Arsenal, the only one I can see is an option. And I'm saying it officially of kind of pulling the Lacazette card back off the table. I think Aubameyang is mid the... You know, he's fucking name in the team. And uh, he's going to be hard to replaces their kind of talismanic striker so he's the only option in the Arsenal team for me I know Ramsey got two assists this week and he's working away but I wouldn't be touching Arsenal midfield um, that's it yeah, I mean, there's so no options in Arsenal's midfield yeah. so I think you're right in what you're saying that if you're looking for midfield options it has to be Spurs and, and if what, you're looking at strikers options I think uh, Bamiang gives as good as Kane can give it's kind of coverage a bit in that sense that you could go I'll have my Arsenal and I'll have my, my Spurs, Spurs yeah. But if you want to go Arsenal, you really have to go Aubameyang. Yeah, that's exactly the way I look at it. And I'd rather have a Spurs defender than an Arsenal defender. That might be the reason I stick on Aguero this week, you know, is because I can drop Aguero to uh, Aubameyang then for Huddersfield match. Mm -hmm. You know, when... uh, You don't think um, he'll do bits against United? Uh, I think he will, but I don't need to make a transfer because yeah. I think it could easily be you know a low scoring match. And it's uh, really hard to transfer somebody in against your own team. It is, it is, especially yeah, your no, own boys. But speaking of our own team, we can flash to Saturday's uh, evening fixture where United, uh, you know, delivered a wonderful, entertaining game uh, of two-two draw against Southampton. Yeah, candidates. That was a bit depressing. Uh, FPL wise. Um, Cedric keeps <laughs> I can't believe he's the one I'm going to talk uh, the most out of this but yeah Cedric fucking keeps uh, tipping away with his attacking returns uh, he picked up a goal this week fucking cracker of a free you may recall he was in my uh, game week one team and mm-hmm. got me some points he had a double figure haul one week of I think did, 11 yeah. points in game week two or three for me I've seen him in a few mini league teams he still tips I mean he does usually sit in the bench but he was only 4.5 or something I think I think to read him after the game and I didn't realise this. He, I thought, I think he mentioned something about that being his first ever Premier League goal. I was sure he had scored before that. Maybe he just picks maybe up assists. His home goal, a free kick or something. Oh, maybe it's his first home goal. Yeah. But certainly, I've never seen him stick a free kick before. No, anyway, that was a peach. So, uh, fucking, that was. He's I, not an option though. Let's stop isn't. talking about yeah. Southampton. Yeah, don't talk, like looking ahead just for the future references. Southampton have Spurs next. <laughs> uh, nice fixture with Cardiff, but then they have Arsenal. Cardiff isn't even a nice fixture anymore. No, Cardiff are fucking. You know, they'll, they'll come at you. They're like a little Jack Russell team. So uh, yeah, Southampton have a tough run. Don't be, don't. We were just paying our respects to Southampton fans yeah. out there, and we we're being respectful for once because I'm always giving Mark Hughes shit. Yeah. But uh oh, breaking, breaking news. news. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, Mark Hughes has gotten the sack. Yeah. We just checked. So you were happy. Just, you just made your game week even. I better just came times. in the door and I was like, "Hey man, Mark Hughes got the sack." So I can't give out about Mark Hughes anymore until he takes over at I don't know. Many <laughs> United. Yeah, Jesus. it's like Seamus get off the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but United were pretty toothless looking. They did come back and get two goals in the first half, uh, which was nice to see Lukaku getting another. Uh, yeah, that guy Armstrong. Talk about 
Southampton. That guy Armstrong scored again. That's three goals yeah. in two games. Right? I believe last week you said, "Oh, don't mind him. He's nothing." Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe he's got a peach, but Lukaku get another one, and uh, Martial probably the most heavily owned asset in the Man United team outside of De Gea. He's uh, he's sat on the bench for most of the fucking match. Did nothing. Dropped to the bench. Dropped the bench. I get it. They have a lot of fixtures coming up. Rotation. He played midweek in the Champions League. He's I playing probably against Arsenal. I think uh, he also. Missed. He didn't go to the French squad because he was he had some niggling injury, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think they're kind of managing that. I think it's probably okay, but they just don't want to aggravate it more. Yeah. So I think it was with that in mind. Now they had to call him off the bench to try and get the winner. I think, but pra- I think it'll yeah. start this weekend. So exactly. I think practically Mourinho looked at his next two matches, knew, knowing one of them is going to be have to be rotation yeah. filled, and Arsenal is obviously the team he's going to want his strongest yeah. squad out for. So he's like, I'm he not rested a shit ton of players this weekend. Yeah, he's not um, going to say I want to rest uh, my guys versus Arsenal. He did yeah. make a ton of changes though. He did. He did. The whole yeah. backline was different, but I wouldn't Tommy, read too much into it. McTominay and uh, Matic alongside Phil Jones in a kind of a yeah. back three. Definitely entertaining, yeah. but FPL wise, not a whole fucking lot to talk about. Lukaku getting get an underscore sheet, but would not be looking at him although let's, let's maybe are we overlooking them I think you're overlooking them yeah United yeah. have uh, they've you know, Arsenal this week then they have Fulham Liverpool Cardiff Huddersfield which is why anyone with Martial they'll be hoping he picks up nothing against Arsenal this week yeah. because if he does we're, he's very easy to hold we're, on to we're talking about Kane we're talking about Aubameyang yeah. Don't and not so much like his ta- start talking about Lukaku now well, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. if you didn't want to talk about Lukaku, because he is pricey, but he's around the same price point. Yeah, but he's like, like, at like game week fifth six. on a watch list of strikers. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, okay, maybe not Lukaku, so, all right? Because yeah. I don't, I, like, I'm just, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate Yeah, here. I get you. I'm mentioning it aloud. There's only so many options we can uh, What about justify? Rashford? Rashford's the same price. He's about 7 no, million. He's no. the same price as Marco Nadovic, who can't play three games a week. No, but there's too many striker and options, striking options out there. Uh, I just wouldn't well, be We've won less United. with Man United now, because Sanchez is out. Yeah, I just new year. wouldn't be worrying about Man United attacking options right now from an FPL perspective. It's like, nah. Yeah, okay, they're too s- unpredictable, and there's too much... Good teams out there that we that we'll have to focus on. I'll stop playing devil's advocate now because Dude. I'm not actually. Serious. I'm yeah. actually saying the opposite. If you're yeah. following me on Twitter, I keep saying don't be thinking about Man United options yeah. because you just don't know what you know. I have a, a small theory that Mourinho is trying to get the sack yeah, yeah. and just keeps putting out shitty teams and just keeps making strange decisions. You can say I don't that really believe it, but podcast, don't really believe it. But uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I kind of I'm kind of. Have it in the back of my mind. I think you're smelling your, t- your own bullshit a bit too much. You're getting high off it, man. You're cheesing. Mm. Who doesn't like to cup your own farts? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a regular Friday evening for me. Mm. But uh, speaking of teams that we should be looking at and uh, that are pretty much fixture-proof, Man City, uh, the neighbours across the way, they... Uh, very noisy lately. They are very noisy lately. And they had a fucking 3-1 win against Bournemouth this weekend. Um... Yeah, not in two that we haven't already mentioned. That's two shocking. Sterling got his goal. Uh, could have another hit the post. Could have had another. Sterling got his goal. I think the biggest news was the the Aguero not playing yeah. because uh, you know he's just had ownership fucking snow uh, you know nose diving since then. Yeah, he's the highest owned uh, striker in the game. He's over fifty percent. I don't know what he is now, but he's lost like nearly four hundred thousand yeah. transfers out this week, which is a a shit ton because. You know, you would expect with the early or the midweek game yeah. that there'd be a lot of managers not paying attention, <coughs> no. and you know transfers may not pick up so much. But yeah, he had a ton of transfers out Saturday night as soon as news broke. Now the news with him is that he kind of aggravated or kind of had a strain in training, yeah, and he was assessed by the doctors, and they said it's not you know it's not worth risking. Um, he may or may not be back depending on how he reacts to that for their. Uh, Tuesday night game mm-hmm. so the game is tomorrow so it was all going to depend, be how he de- reacts in training but so what you're saying very, is we have no answers for these yeah, people they're, they're very fearful we don't have any answers now yeah because there's not going to be a press conference before <sighs> then supposed to tell him he's very they're very fearful that if he re-aggravates the injury he's going to be out for 4 or 5 weeks so I see them erring on the set of caution considering the mm. size and depth of their squad and uh, Jesus starting again and uh, you know he might come in because they've got a game against Chelsea the following week so I'd say they probably just want to get him back for Chelsea um, which is what's fueling all these transfers out and as you said the performance of Harry Kane and the fixture swing and and Aubameyang yeah. yeah no I totally and Lukaku is going as well <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah no it's, he just the bombshell of this Lukaku is de- you know destroyed fucking Aguero's ownership yeah but uh, no but in his absence La, you know Sterling and Sané Sterling and Sané Sterling got another goal he's fucking you know still kicking ass this uh, season 
And Sana getting another assist. No David Silva this week either, but I think that's just another rotation thing. A lot of games yeah. coming up. So I'm sure he will see him, uh, his shiny head, on Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever even they're playing. Definitely. Definitely yeah. be back for that. I say he, he's not injured. Bernardo Silva came back. De Bruyne is going to come back. So go- there's going to be rotation. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. But Sane, he looked uh, like another option again. Now got an assist this week. Very unlucky not to get the assist for the first goal as well. What even happened? Um, do you not see it? Okay, so Zinchenko played him true. He was kind of one on one with the keeper. He was got, got there before the keeper, but they kind of came out and met at the same time. He yeah. just flicked it. Um, Begovic batted it down, yeah. and it fell to now it fell to uh, Bernardo who knocked it in. Now, if that's a shot and it's a save, then that counts as an assist. But if it's a if pass. he's trying to knock it around him, or if he's trying to pass it to somebody else, then. Uh, Begovic's touch uh, means it's not an assist so there was where are you getting this information uh, the rules <laughs> the FPL rules so there was holy uproar on social media again as there always is when there's a disputed assist or non-assist um, I remember earlier on in the season when uh, Firmino scored um, Mane didn't get an assist for his shot that the keeper saved but it was determined to be a cross that the keeper got a touch to and uh, yeah yeah, I was I was annoyed about it, uh, but there's a lot of angry people calling from to redress the rules. And look, I think there needs to be more clarity on it. You, we never used to have these debates about what's an assist and what isn't an assist about five seasons ago. They yeah. changed something two, three, four seasons ago, and ever since then, it's been a whole lot more unclear about... It's been a whole tra- lot of rosy changes. Yeah, well the trajectory of the I don't, thing. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's a game. But, but my <laughs> point is, if Sané had got that assist, he'd have two assists, he would have been on for bonus as well. And, might uh, have taken away some from fucking Sterling he would have, pro- he, would, he, would have he would have taken away from Sterling so it would have been a big swing and uh, also at the same time he had another really good chance to score as well so he looked really threatening throughout they did an, an analysis on him in Match of the Day so if you haven't seen Match of the Day and you haven't recorded or can watch it online watch that because you'll see how threatening he looked and he's just been on fire recently yeah. and I think did with you, Mendy out he's the one you I me- want yeah I was going to say you mentioned him as an option or as something you were considering to buy yeah. you know I got Sterling this week and I'm still considering going for Sané so you're thinking but that's if you get rid of Aguero I assume or are you thinking the tree no that's if I get rid of Salah oh. from next week oh, okay fair enough we'll talk about uh, that I'm only on. considering getting rid of Salah I'll say this because I have the wild card to correct that mistake if it's a total yeah. fuck up I get you I get you it makes sense um, but no that was pretty much the Man City side of that match Bournemouth Wilson getting another goal uh, yeah. did, uh, anyone that's held on to him through his fine tough header run, yeah great header uh, anyone that's held on to him through this run of fixtures they're fucking happy I got rid of him a couple of weeks ago not complaining I think got two him and his assists in the meantime but yeah Aguero uh, f- or, uh, Wilson getting a goal for his owners not only, from, not only that a lot of people would have benched him this weekend he came off the bench because of great didn't play so a lot of people got lucky with him yeah exactly I saw one who only pl- I saw one team out there who played a 4-5 uh, or a 5-4-1 yeah. and Aguero was their only striker and Wilson wasn't even his first sub okay. But, but because he had no strikers, yeah, yeah, yeah. he That's can a die. rare one. That's you a rare always one. see it with the defenders. the defenders. You never see it with a striker. Yeah, that is a rare one. Uh, no, so that was Bournemouth. You know, I think it's hard to judge them too harshly on a match against the best team in the Premier League. But uh, anyone with Wilson owners, they'll be happy to see Huddersfield up next. And I think it's the same with Ryan Fraser owners. Uh, Huddersfield, home fixture for Bournemouth. That'll be nice. Uh, it is followed by Liverpool and uh, Wolves and Brighton, but. You know, I think the Huddersfield match that will help anyone. You know, they won't have to worry too much about what they're going to do with their bonuses this week. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be getting, I'll be certain Fraser this week, and I'll be very happy to start him. Although Huddersfield's, they've they've improved lately. They're not giving away a lot of great chances or giving up too many big chances. But Ryan Fraser is creating a lot of big chances. Now there could be rotation on the cards. He rested Brooks, Eddie Howe's yeah. rested Brooks in uh, in the City game. Who came on in the second half for a one pointer uh, showing yeah. so but he they, could decide that he's going to play Brooks this week and play Stanislas and rest Fraser or something you never yeah. know but I'll be starting him certainly. I think like we've mentioned it already but it's fair to say again everything we say this week it's all with the caveat that there's going to be rotation yeah. uh, when the fixtures come this thick and fast uh, there's more fixtures again at the weekend like you know so any midweek matches this week you're going to have to be looking at out for rotation there's not a whole lot you can do about it yeah well we were just kind of talking about these right now um, with the you know kind of thing is like we can't predict what the we'll talk about who we think is going to be rested like we both think that David Silva is going to come back in this week 
Um, we're not sure about Aguero. I think Martial is going to play. Oh, I think Martial is going to play. Anyone who was rested the weekend and who wasn't injured, we think is going to play this weekend, like Martial, David Silva. I think Sané is going to play this weekend with, yeah. Brent, with Mendy out. Uh, Zinchenko started left back and Delph was rested, suggesting Delph was going to start the weekend. And then Zinchenko I, broke his nose. I was going to say, I think I heard Zinchenko got an old knock as yeah, well. Yeah, Fernandino broke, elbowed him in the nose and broke his <laughs> nose. Um, I thought he just got banged in the nose, but I saw the pictures on social media after it was a proper break. Yeah. So he's not going to play the weekend and Delph will play. And if Delph is playing, then Sané is definitely going to start again. Yeah. And I think Maris might come in, so Sterling could be benched, but I don't know. Yeah, those are ones and uh, where did we we started off how do we get onto this oh Bournemouth we were, done. Uh, we were we, just talking about how everything is going to be a rotation risk yeah. and this weekend yeah basically with Bournemouth we don't know who's going to be arrested but I think Wilson Owners should be happy I think he's looking pretty undroppable right now for Eddie Howe he's still fucking scoring he's, he's not very, going to be too tired he'd be but, very surprised if he was dropped but, be very uh, surprised if Jermaine Defoe started this weekend but we were talking we were talking about Sterling and uh, my counterpart to your Sterling is Eden Hazard and uh, Hazard you know obliged with an an assist this week six points return you might have been expecting a little bit more from their match against Fulham but Chelsea picking up a 2-0 win and uh, a 7th or 8th clean sheet of the season I think 7th clean sheet of the season let me ask you go for it because you know I saw that fixture weeks ago blinking at me like yeah. you're going to get hurt here because you don't have uh, Hazard Yeah. and I knew you had Hazard Um, I thought that he would explode this week possibly now his form going into the game didn't suggest you know he yeah. would necessarily do that but I never asked you are you happy with his return are you disappointed slightly disappointed no the way content? I look at it is like if I was to have dropped Hazard this week it would have been for Sterling so that would have basically you know got me an extra three points I'm not too devastated Sterling wasn't really like I w- he's only really shown himself as an option in the last few weeks so I was more than happy to sit and wait for the Fulham match six points he became my captain because of the Aguero thing no, uh, I'm not too disappointed in it. I think he's someone I could easily upgrade to Sterling or drop down to uh, to Spurs coverage if I wanted to, you know, go uh, Arsenal somewhere. Do you know that kind of it is. Yeah. I'm not disappointed because I got him at ten point six. Like if I was, if I had got him in a couple of weeks ago, I might be kind of going. He didn't do fucking shit in a month now, do you know. But yeah. I had him for all of the like hat trick and all that kind of shit. So, but you held him through the blanks as well. I held him through the blanks as well. So now I'm kind of going, look, I'm glad he got something from the fucking Fulham match because if he had blanked that, I wouldn't have even been thinking twice about what to do this week. Well, I'll I'll be more honest than you and I'll say <laughs> that I would have been disappointed if I was a hazard owner with six points Yeah. Um, because I think I would have probably captained him this week. And I think I'm just basically delighted he did anything because at 80 minutes yeah. he had nothing. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, he's my captain. And then he gets an assist. It's not terrible. I think it's one of those ones where you kind of go, okay, that's okay. But if it was eight points, I'd say that's a good result. If it's six points, I'm like, yeah, that's Mm. disappointing. That's not shit, but it's disappointing. It is. I mean, no bonus points. uh, It's disappointing. If he had picked up a bonus point there and it turned that into seven or eight, I think I'd have been feeling a bit happier. But no BPs. uh, So... Yeah, look, I'm considering Hazard as uh, you know a make weight or a, like it's an area in my team that I can, you know, use to switch around formations and shit like that or switch around positions. Who got so, the bonus points in the Chelsea game actually? Uh, in the Chelsea game, I think it was Pedro for his goal was three. Kepa oh, yeah. got two and Rudiger. So Kepa and Rudiger got. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I, all I knew was it wasn't Alonso. Yeah, no, it wasn't Alonso. Um, Alonso got substituted off if uh, my memory serves me correctly. Yeah. So he should be fine for this weekend as well. Uh, as soon as he got this, subbed this off, I was. Week. As soon as he got subbed off, I was like, "Go, Mitro, go!" Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was also happy. I think just not to see Mitrovic score anything. You played him this week, didn't you? Yeah, he's yeah. the guy who came in. No, actually, Richardson came in for Benix. I was playing five, two, three. Who came um, in for Aguero? No, no, no one came. In for Fraser Benix. came in for Aguero. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you didn't play Ben. I, I, I pulled. I dropped Ben at the last. Yeah, game. but uh, no. So Chelsea win a two nil. Um, I obviously would have been happier with a fucking goal from Hazard, but look, that's not the way it worked out. Um, what I was happy with though was a goal from Shane Duffy. I can now confirm it is <laughs> Shane Duffy. Shane Duffy. I'm not sure if I can confirm the guy in boys on with Shane Duffy, but <laughs> I, no, that was Keith Duffy. Oh, okay. Well, that's there we go. Yeah, that's yeah. A, okay, so that's a. I was right. It is Shane Duffy. Yeah. Um, Literally just thought it out there. I was like, no, it's Keith Duffy. I don't yeah. know how I know. I think I thought I mentioned that name, but I don't know. Uh, either way, uh, Brighton and Leicester. Shane Duffy getting the goal. Uh, finally, he's been sitting on my fucking bench for. Or he's been sitting on my team for weeks now. And, Is that uh, two weeks in a row he's come off the bench for you? 
uh, I don't yeah last week he came off but it was just for one point um, oh was it yeah but this week he was coming on with a lovely 10 after they came back from 1-0 down because they conceded in the first minute so my only decision this week which took time was Bennett which Duffy and uh, Wambasaka so I sat there on Friday for half an hour kind of going what I'll do what I'll do what I'll do and I ended up just going with Bennett because I wanted to cover everyone like I thought I figured most people would have Doherty or Wolves defender and I thought it's safer to take a chance with or to, to play my Wolves defender than it's to just take a chance that Brighton will keep a clean sheet uh, away to Huddersfield so inside the first minute Huddersfield score and I'm going and this is on the Saturday so it's post uh, post knowing what Doherty yeah. scored well I was like going Doherty scored and, and I knew Bennett hadn't played so I was like going that was meaningless uh, Duffy sitting on my bench and they conceded inside the first minute and I was going oh for fuck's sake I was going like grand that makes my decision uh, easier you know uh, and uh, yeah he ends up scoring a goal and uh, I'm yeah, another, for another set day. piece uh, Sally March with two assists again he's just Len Murray was dropped but I think he's rested he's 35 you know three games in a week is probably yeah, a lot it is yeah no he was dropped but yeah Brighton picking up another fucking win things going well for the smoothly down the south coast yeah really, Chris Hewton lads looking well they've got they've Crystal got a new st- Palace up next yeah they've got a new well he's not a new striker I think they signed him this year I believe from Deportivo La Coruña yeah yeah um, his name is Andone and he scored and he could have had another one today um, but he's there's only one striker position in uh, in the Brighton team and that's Glenn Murray's so you can expect Glenn Murray to get back in the thing but he's interesting he's only 5 million he is and they have Crystal Palace and Burnley up next but Sally March I was just going to say there he's got like 5 or 6 assists now he got 2 in this game Yeah. Um, he's got 5 or 6 assists for a season for 5 million because he keeps fucking whipping in the crosses yeah. and lads keep getting their heads but on but he's him. a good alternative to someone like Fraser or uh, Brooks or someone like that possibly I'd hold your horses now I think uh Brighton are about to kind of come out of that lovely run of fixtures and after the Crystal Palace Burnley one and you're not going to be you know too worried about Sally March in either of those matches yeah. no but it's, it makes it easier to bench him it I does mean, I can free up Chelsea Bournemouth and Arsenal yeah. after those two and I don't uh, you're probably right, you're probably right. Uh, like I just know that I'll have to look at it a bit more with my time with a Brighton defender it might be coming to an end pretty soon which is uh, fair enough but I've got two lovely fixtures that I don't need to worry about and uh, any other Brighton owners are going to be pretty happy to be going into those two uh, off the back of you know performance last weekend maybe not so much for Huddersfield Matt Ryan Duncan Duffy owners have been very satisfied with the returns over the last five or six games yeah uh, definitely more so fucking Dunk I think because <laughs> I mean this is the only week that the first week since I got Duffy that he's uh, you know outdone Dunk yeah outdone Dunk that's a tough one but, outdone, uh, dunk. outdone Dunk but uh, yeah because it was always it's been Duck for the last month and uh, you know Duffy. Yeah, I think Duffy was doing it kind of before their good spell. He was doing it kind of game weeks one to eight yeah. more so and has been kind of quieter. But he was still been getting clean sheets. Yeah, he's still doing No, definitely getting the clean sheets. I've just been attacking wise. Yeah, uh, I was happy to see him finally fucking score. For he's me always good for a bonus point or two if they do keep a clean sheet, usually, unless Dunk has scored and then Dunk gets him. Yeah, not a whole lot to talk about from a Huddersfield uh, side of things. Um, they have basically got Bournemouth up next so I expect Bournemouth to come at them with that one like. they're they're kind of pricks for upsetting you know you know they don't score a lot of goals so the last few games you're like okay well, whoever they're playing there's a good chance of yeah. Pinchy and they've scored early goals in the last couple of games they scored uh, an early goal against um, in this game they scored in the first yeah. minute yeah first minute uh, your, your former player Zanka yeah. uh, scored no I don't have Zanka you know you had him game week one or two though didn't you I don't think so no that what am I thinking of uh, well I'm not someone else oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well either way because uh, Zanka's not his real name his real name is <laughs> I didn't have him anyway ah you fucking did I didn't I um, anyway we'll, we'll move on from that um, so <laughs> maybe yeah, last no, season uh, I think you might be mixing up seasons here maybe I, yeah. maybe so he um, yeah he scored in the first minute quickest goal in the Premier League this season and then last week against Wolves they scored early as well I think as well in the first five six minutes yeah so they keep like upsetting the apple cart there and fucking yeah, but there's not really any player for FPL from them that you'd be considering advising an FPL manager to be looking at. No, I can't. I think, think there's many. too many other clean sheet options that are just slightly well, edge in Huddersfield. I mean, Schindler, they, Schindler's the one I would potentially mention. Um, but like not for the next couple of weeks. I mean, seventeen, eighteen, maybe. Yeah, they've got two nice home games against Newcastle and Southampton, both teams who don't score a whole lot of goals. And I'm looking uh, forward to seeing them in your wildcard team anyway, Schindler. No, he's only four point three million. I have actually been kind of considering him if I needed to free up space or funds for some money. Um, he could be an option, but this is like 
this is like your fourth or fifth midfielder slot, you know, if you wanted to. Um, yeah, Jorgensen. Zanka's name is Jorgensen. I was trying to think of it there. You did have Jorgensen. No, year, I didn't. didn't you? You've gone absolutely off the ball. Travis. All right, look, we'll, just, we'll just cut this part <laughs> We'll just off, cut it all. Because we're fucking meandering here. Okay, so, yeah, no one from Huddersfield. Um, maybe Schindler. Yeah, fair enough. But talking about people that came off my bench like Duffy this week, I also had Juan Bissaka climbing off for a six-pointer. And Crystal Palace beat Burnley 2-0. Um very happy to have a clean sheet for Juan Bissaka finally haven't played the man in uh, in a while in a while like I didn't even put him on this week and uh, he came on for me luckily but yeah Chris is kind of coming out of their brutal fucking uh, fixture list two clean and sheets in a row for them now yeah it's uh, Man United last year but <laughs> or last week but no one had him because uh, he, he stayed firmly on most people's benches last week but this week I think everyone would have been more confident of playing him and they were duly rewarded yeah. Chris Palace now have a fucking lovely run of Brighton West Ham and Leicester in the next three Car- Brighton, West Ham Leicester and Cardiff in the next five and now there is a Man City match in there <laughs> between the Leicester and Cardiff one but if you've got your 4 million one Bissaka there you're very happy to have him yeah and if uh, I know Arnautovic has got some lovely fixtures but with his dodgy knee if he can't manage three games a week and if he aggravates that and gets any worse and they have options now yeah we'll discuss that in a while because there was a player in their team who scored two goals up front for them this week uh, then someone like Zaha could be an option I had him at the start of the season so I'm not keen to go back on him but I wouldn't begrudge managers looking at him he looked really sharp this week was desperate to get a goal hit the bar at one stage um, if you watched the highlights of the game Burnley were dreadful yeah, Burnley dreadful keeping. they had two shots off target all game and West Ham had something like the they put it up in the graphics and match yeah. today the third most shots in a game of any team in the Premier League and they're like I don't know how many do last you mean Crystal years. Palace Crystal Palace had, against Burnley yeah, yes so Crystal Palace yeah. against Burnley had the most shots um, yeah, well, Crystal Palace of any team in the last like 10 years <laughs> yeah when you see Crystal Palace winning 2-0 uh, you know that uh, they were you know the team they were playing probably wasn't at their fucking best and Burnley are just continuing their poor run of form that they've had since the start of the season not a great season for them so far uh, in terms of the future Burnley looks pretty bleak uh, they have Liverpool up next and Brighton in the middle but then Spurs and Arsenal so yeah fucking avoid that shit like the plague <sighs> avoid is, yeah. Yeah, Burnley are in a relegation dogfight and and if they survive it's because there's going to be three worse teams than them and they may pick up They have to, if they can get their confidence up I can honestly see them losing the next four games yeah no me too um, and I think it's going to be tough they'll be really hoping to get some out of the Brighton match but with Liverpool and then away to Spurs and Arsenal no I don't see them picking I up any points there I think they might there. get a draw on that one that's it yeah well we'll, we'll see um, but Crystal Palace yeah they have a nice little batch of fixtures coming up now and I think with wan available for I don't know he might be, only, he might be 4.1 or 2 now but either way he was 4. 4, he's 4.2 now so I mean like that's nice that you'll, if you need defenders that are going to come off your bench like as you mentioned the rotation is going to be rife so it's important to have a full squad right now and wan is a perfect little uh most, most people probably have him yeah I think so I'm sure people got rid of him a lot of people did yeah, exactly. and I was surprised but yeah. he's I'm amazed he's still 4.2% uh, only 4.2 million yeah. he's like 27% owner something yeah like exactly and I'm happy to have him there and I'm just saying for anyone who doesn't yeah. want him you know feel free to come back to the Wamba Zaka train you know but uh, I endorse that going across uh, to another side of London um, West Ham yes yes uh, West Ham beaten uh fucking their rival team <laughs> 3 Newcastle. Nil, Newcastle yeah. I was like the other team I, I was that like match. oh he's stalling yeah. he's stalling he's trying to remember who it was yeah, yeah Newcastle no. so that was a surprising result because um, Newcastle have had three wins in a row yeah before um, this it was surprising to see him shipping three goals Yeah, and we finally got our clean sheet for a real clean sheet for Fabianski and a bonus point a nice little bonus point yeah. too I think uh, West Ham owners would have been pretty happy with their clean sheet for Fabianski. I think the the combination of Fabi- or West Ham owners at the moment tends to be either Fabianski and Anderson or Fabianski and Arnautovic. Yeah, and know? some people have Balbuena instead of Fabianski. Yeah. They've got Ederson and goals. But it's basically um, defender and then one of either a striker in a mid. Yeah, can't, it's very it's very hard to have both. We both had uh, Fabianski and we both had Arnautovic who got an assist. He did. And went around the keeper at one stage but brought it too far wide so he was a bit unlucky. But uh, I think most people will be talking about the other option in the West Ham attacking sense. Jack uh, Wilshere. Jack Wilshere. <laughs> no, uh, Philippe Anderson. He scored another goal this weekend. And uh, 
Yeah, he's he's continuing up that run of form. That's four goals in four game weeks now. Fucking crazy. Yeah, only uh, one blank in those. He had two in one game. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, we. I think we might have been a bit incorrect a few weeks ago when we were saying. I've never been incorrect in my life. Well, we did discuss him two or three podcasts ago, and we it was said like we both five fucking. Podcasts maybe it was ago, maybe no, three or four it was, game weeks ago. Yeah, it was after. <laughs> Yeah, mate, it could have been a few podcasts ago, but yeah. it was a few game weeks ago, where we discussed, okay, he's got two goals in this game. Should we be considering him? And we both said, eh. we're both, we were both on Arnie at the time, yeah. and we both said we thought he was the better option, and Anderson has outscored him. Yeah. And I would be willing to um, to readjust my uh, previous thoughts. Well, that's and typical you, Shannon. There's nothing surprising there if you're going to The Arnie injury is, uh, is a bit concerning. Uh, just the way he's hobbling around, you know, I don't know if he will play this week. I can't... I don't have enough players in my team who are on my bench. Like, if Bennett yeah. is injured... You've got Dale Stevens. And Dale Stevens is... He's got, a, he's got one game left suspended, so I only have one... Realistic, possibly one sub this week. So I can't afford Aguero, Sterling, and uh, Arnautovic to be, ben- yeah. uh, to be dropped this week. I can afford one. Can't af- can't afford two. Okay, so you're thinking of maybe who would you replace Arnie with? I know obviously this brings back up the wild card conundrum for you. So you know it's your options are endless. But like they d- I don't think there is much of a straight swap for him unless he drops. Arnie? Yeah, I could bring in Wilson for Huddersfield. This oh week. yes, you know I could true, bring yeah. in. Um, I, I could, just uh, yeah yeah. It's hard to think. It feels like I already have. Him. I have Mitrovic. Uh, I could bring in. Um, who's the other one I was looking at? Jimenez. No, no, I have him in this. Well, you don't think he's going to score a hat trick against Chelsea? No, <laughs> I don't really. Oh, I had this. I had this popped out of my head now. I could bring in like for like Brighton. I could bring in uh, Murray or something like that. Yeah. But who was the guy I was looking at? But either way, you're considering Ernie out, which is fair enough. I think the not. Oh, Zaha, Zaha, the guy we were just talking oh, about yeah, a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, I get distracted. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I knew there was a straight swap. I just assumed you'd be going for someone a bit more fucking interesting. Like, no, I'll uh, stick with him. I, I am going to stick with him. Dropping Salah down to Anderson and then upgrading Arnautovic to like a Bamiang or Kane. Oh yeah, look. Uh, <laughs> the reason I'm kind of, you know, kind of saying yeah, maybe this guy, maybe that guy's because I haven't really been realistically thinking of dropping um, Arnautovic, but it is definitely taught in the back of my head saying I might, he might have to be, you know, a transfer I might need to use in a few weeks if he's struggling more with this injury. But what about Hernandez the man who scored, scored? Yeah, I was gonna say to you, what about the man who scored two goals this yeah, weekend? Chicharito. Yeah, he got two goals, so he might be in line for some more game time. It might be an idea that they're gonna play two up front someone with um, Arnautovic to do the running for him because he's a bit you know someone running behind him because he's kind of a bit hobbling now so yeah. yeah that could be a good idea and Andy Carroll is due to kind of come back soon now that leaves me worried that maybe they'll go right well we've got Hernandez in form and we've got Andy Carroll coming back we can rest Arnautovic that's what I'm talking about yeah no there, it's a very valid concern I mean it's tough when you look at West Ham they have a really nice run of fixtures coming up Cardiff, Crystal Palace Fulham, Watford, Southampton all in the next five so you're thinking oh why would I want it? But no, I think your logic of Arnie's injuries and the lack of uh, assured game time or minutes, that's a reasonable concern. We uh, could just hold him. I think you could just hold him. Even if he misses every second game, he could get he could yeah, bang in big like, major halls in the games he does play. Yeah, I think, like as we mentioned, you're on a, you could use your wildcard. And if it's a wildcard question, it wouldn't be too hard to answer. But I think outside of that, people are happy. We're going to be happy to stick and see. But uh, looking at you know options and transfers we've made the recent one I made was Madison I was there last week uh, which is good I avoided a, a red card but he comes right back into the squad this weekend and scores goal mm. and Leicester win 2-0 against Watford Lovely which is goal, another yeah. uh, result I didn't expect um, there's a couple of players from that Leicester team uh, I mean the Madison one that's pretty he, we've talked about him all season he's an attacking option and when he's Leicester an attacking troll he's an attacking troll I mean I don't mind I, uh, I'm i happy to see him kind of doing well I really kind of Got rid of him on a, well, a red not. wine bench. I want to see bad things yeah. happen. <laughs> well, and I know there's others out there too who had him in for five or six weeks. Do you know when he scored that goal? That's his first his first goal since uh, 22nd of September or something like I that. I did not know. Popped that. up on match of the day. But he was typically first goal assists. Fuck assists. Yeah, it's yeah. all about goals, know. man. 6.5 million. I'll take a player that's constantly tipping away at assists. But yeah, they kept a clean sheet. And I think the other player we're talking about is Pereira. Uh, in the left are back yeah uh, Made of ours got him in a couple of weeks ago and he's consistently delivered uh, some decent points yeah uh, another 9 point haul this weekend new, the new postman the new postman always delivers always delivers uh, yeah so he got a 9 point haul this somebody week. I was mentioning a few weeks ago that I was considering getting out for Mendy yeah you did talk about him and didn't do it mm. and he has uh, been yeah, getting points uh, and when he gets clean sheets because he gets forward quite a bit and he gets touches in the box 
because he's kind of more of a right midfielder who can play right back. Uh, it works really well for his BPS. Yeah. So if they keep a clean sheet, like why was he getting three bonus there for a clean sheet when you know Madison was scoring? Um, okay, Vardy got uh, just because he's so like a ta- he's a you know he gets it's just sh- me- it's just meeting whatever way his game is tailored works for the BPS very very well. Yeah, and it's uh, he's a definite option there. They still have nice games. They well, do. I mean they come to an it's end, coming it? to an end. They have a nice one this week. So anyone that's had Pereira, fair play to you. But look forward to Spurs, Chelsea and City after your Fulham match because yeah. that's going to be a fucking tough one. And uh, I don't know. They're going to be interesting games. I, I'm still on the fence about Leicester. You know, they can... It feels like two different teams. Can Le- yeah, place. Leicester can do one. And speaking of different teams, like Watford is the team they beat this week. Uh, Leicester and Watford, those are the two yeah. teams I can't get a handle on. I just can't tell which team's going to turn up. I can't trust their oh, attacking can. assets. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 So looking at the Watford team, I mean, just before we go off Leicester, Vardy did get a goal this week. Worth mentioning. Yeah, another penalty. Passed another penalty. But his last three goals have been penalties. Yeah, there's a lot of striking options out there, and Vardy is down the list. Would you go with Vardy or Lukaku? Just came into my head right now. Neither. Uh, well, I wouldn't go with well, Vardy. Looking at his, uh, although Vardy is one of those players that play gets goals against, against the, against the big teams. teams. Yeah. So go on. Answer your, your head right now. No, neither. you can't take neither. Oh, well, I go to my head. I go for yeah. Lukaku because okay. he's he is a premium hitter price point, um, and I could see that as a just taking a punt on a differential <laughs> versus Kane yeah. or Aubameyang, and it could come in. Whereas I don't think Vardy is going to deliver a lot of points. I think he has looked that small bit older and a small bit slower and less clinical this season than he did the season before, and I think next year again. I think he's on the on the downward slope of his. Uh, Career, career career progression. Oh, you heard you know? it here. Yeah. <laughs> Sports journalist of the year, Seamus. Harsh, harsh words. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, all that, all those blue wickets and skittles and whatever he's in vodka brown. He's You're just jealous that you don't eat as much sugar as he does. And I eat a lot of sugar, <laughs> yeah, and I still don't. Uh, I still don't match. Yeah. Well, uh, across the across the other side of the pitch was Watford. We not a whole lot to talk about from them. A success did start. I think that was uh, he played 90 minutes uh, got a yellow card so he would have got missed one. a really good chance to score yeah uh, so not a not a very uh, you know successful day for Watford owners uh, Holabas losing his did he play this week? Uh, I'm not sure actually uh, well if he did he lost his clean sheet and did fuck all and uh, yeah I think that's about all there is to say about Le- Leicester and Watford looking at forward at Watford's fixtures doesn't look too much better they have Man City they have like a nice sandwich here uh, Man City up next tough one Ugh. but then Everton Cardiff West Ham and then Chelsea well Everton is away is a hard one as well Everton have really it is gotten, go- gotten much better this year um, I think that that guy in the midfield Gomez I think it's uh, Marco Silva and uh, you know the Watford team are going to be psyched up to hammer them. Uh, oh hammer yeah, there is that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it'll be an interesting that. one. Um, but yeah, look, Man City, fucking up next. Uh, don't be getting any Watford players in this week. <laughs> There's none I can recommend. I was uh, I was interested in Delafeu for a few weeks, but they they just changed their team. They were doing really well when they had uh, Dini and Gray playing up front, and then now I know there was injuries, and they started playing success in Delafeu. Mm. Um, but it's and they got a couple of wins out of that, but they've had like what three defeats in a row now. Yeah, I don't know that, and they're they're just not they haven't got any momentum. They're not going to get anything against Man City, so like I can't really just all of a sudden go. Well, they've lost four in a row, but I can see them winning this weekend. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. it's, they're going to have to work hard to get their form back on. Cardiff West Ham could be the games they get some points from. Maybe even Everton. They'll be looking for them, but as far as FPL goes, there's nah. no there's no obvious targets there. I'm not going to recommend anyone. That brings us now, Seamus, to the last match of game week uh, 14, and it was also the first match that started it off on the Friday. Wolves beating Cardiff uh, two, or no, losing the fucking Cardiff two yeah. one. I knew that didn't sound right, uh, but we both got attacking returns out of it I got uh, an assist for Jimenez and you got your goal for Doherty yes it did a lot of players um, that's how I knew I was in for a good week this week. <laughs> when it so started off with a goal when it started off with a goal because I was as I said I, wanted, I was looking for a clean sheet and then there was a flick on and someone scored a back post and I was like that's, is that number two is that Doherty yeah. and then I saw him wheeling away the only disappointment about that match was that Doherty after his facial injury and they were talking about possible broken Didn't cheekbones wear a mask. He was wearing a mask. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a such a missed opportunity. 
You had a lot of money on that, didn't you? I just yeah. thought, you know, I just thought, you know, he could have like ran over to yeah, the yeah. corner flag. He could have. Like, oh, now is your time to accessorize, son. Yeah, is yeah. what you were saying. But it's a missed opportunity. But he got a goal. <laughs> um, for a while there, I was dreaming about. Okay, I'm going to have 15 points. He's going to get three bonus. He's going to get a clean sheet. One nil. Yeah. 15 points didn't quite happen. Got seven points. Delighted with that. Uh, was tempered a small bit when I saw Jimenez got the assist didn't realise that at the time neither did I I didn't yeah. realise that until that night when I came home yeah uh, but Jimenez remains a really really good option uh, Chelsea this week uh, I wouldn't be I'd play him and I'd play Jimenez this week over Doherty oh yeah yeah I think so um, I think Chelsea um, are vun- possibly vulnerable at the back yeah I don't know if I'd play Jimenez over Doherty maybe uh, if I had to choose between those two I'd certainly good. play him over Bennett yeah, uh, I mean, we already talked about the Bennett thing. I was delighted to see Wolves losing a clean sheet. Um, it's, and then, you know, I, I love when you team when the team that you play last clean sheet and the defender didn't play and you know you have someone that still has a match to come out. Yeah, you're oh, going, yeah, oh yeah. brilliant, it's like second chance. It's like drinking the end of a cocktail, you know, when it's just ice and it's all water. Like second drink. Yeah, and, all the, uh, and all the fruit is uh, yeah. fucking infused. Fucking infused, yeah, exactly. I think what I would say is that uh, Cardiff have shown that there are no pushovers and they have a structure and a way of playing that works really really well for them yeah um, is that their third win of the season now I think so and come out of relegation zone I, I think anyone who's looking at them coming up like their upcoming games against West Ham Southampton Watford yeah. owners of those assets of those players team, those teams would be kind of thinking oh really good chance here but not necessarily it's not a necessary clean sheet Yeah. Uh, they really work the long throwing really well and cause havoc in the box uh, Everton or not Everton Wolves yeah. problem in the game was they just dropped so deep so if teams do that it could hurt yeah I don't I know think, I think away from home though they're probably they've only scored two goals in six games away from home this season uh, Cardiff Cardiff I've been looking at it because I'm trying to decide whether I start Begovic or if I start Fabianski this week and Begovic um, for uh for Bournemouth is playing Huddersfield so let's team. Move, yeah, okay well we'll move on to what you're going to do this week yeah, we'll, let, me get, let me get your opinion on that so I'll start off yeah. with that part Huddersf- uh, Bournemouth at home to Huddersfield okay. Begovic in goals for me or do I play Fabianski who you have as well at home to Cardiff now you're probably uh, just saying you're going to play that all day over McCarthy honestly if I was to choose right, if I still had the two Bournemouth and Fabianski I'd pro- or Begovic and Fabianski I'd probably go with Begovic just because Cardiff are scoring goals right now and West Ham I don't know what team is going to turn up but I'm pretty confident that the Huddersfield team is going to turn up is the same that it's been all season and that's a structured rigid team that are going to hope and catch a goal from a set piece or a long throw in Cardiff uh, no Huddersfield against Bournemouth uh, okay. do you know what I mean so, so I think Cardiff are going to come and attack West Ham and West Ham tend to go either one way or the other so I, I wouldn't have much confidence in West Ham uh, keeping a you know like yeah. a, as much confidence in West Ham keeping a clean sheet as I would have in Bournemouth I'm, I'm leaning t- it's a tough decision I'm leaning towards West Ham I was thinking like you know Cardiff been playing well recent, recently yeah. why wouldn't I want to do it but I did say if uh if Fabianski kept the clean sheet this week against uh, Newcastle yeah. that I'd probably end up picking him against Cardiff and I think that's swaying me a small bit uh, especially when I look back and I looked at the stats I was like Cardiff are playing well yeah. but they've only scored two goals in six games away from home and that leads me to believe that they're a week away from home if you look at it it is skewed a small bit because they've played like Liverpool away from home and yeah. Spurs away from home and things so, like that yeah. Spurs only beat them 1-0 away from home Liverpool beat them 4-1 actually one of their two goals came against Liverpool I just don't think Cardiff are going to be too afraid of West Ham I think they're going to fancy themselves uh, a little bit they know they can score against them and I think Huddersfield you know Mm. I don't know I think they're going to be just they they seem to do the same thing every week and that's hope and try and win a 1-0 match and keep a clean sheet you know and I respect that you know Uh, I think so I think that Bournemouth Huddersfield match could be 1-0 2-0 Bournemouth uh, whereas I think the West Ham one could be fucking 3-2 3-2 Cardiff for all that's, I know that's my you major know? decision I already <laughs> mentioned who I'm thinking of captaining yeah who are you thinking of captaining actually uh, Salah oh yes against Burnley just because Burnley yeah. were so god awful against uh, Crystal Palace at the weekend yeah. that they just seemed to you know it changed every week it used to be a few weeks ago it was like who's playing Fulham yeah. get a striker or a midfielder or get for that team now it seems to be Burnley Fulham might be a bit better now that they've got a new manager so I'm looking at that I also think the fact that Salah came off after 70 odd minutes yeah. and Mane apparently has a cut on his foot a bad cut on his foot as well apparently uh, that happens sometime around the 70 minute in the game and he okay. played on with it but uh, Klopp's, make it worse. Klopp, Klopp said after the game in the entry post game 
he said that uh, Sadie Mane is sitting inside in the dressing room with a, with a bad cut on his foot yeah. and he said something along the lines of if he had if he had made me aware of it I would have taken him off yeah. uh, but obviously he was mad to play on and score yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that could mean that he's rested this next game and that that won't bother you start. now that you're a Sterling owner. Sold him, sold yeah. him. Yeah, I got my I got my points at him. So I might play Salah and captain him. I think he's you the most secure. Him. <laughs> yes, I just don't think that Aguero may start. So I'll either roll my transfer and try and do a double transfer in game week sixteen, or I might play my transfer, maybe go for Aubameyang. I don't like getting someone in against my team though. Yeah. Um, and I could wildcard in game week sixteen. I haven't decided, but the captain is what I'm gonna do. What What are you gonna do? Um, I'm probably like right now the safe option is to obviously captain Salah at home to Burnley. So you know that's the safe one. But I have two free transfers this week, so I won't be rolling. Uh, obviously I'll be using the one extra. Whether I use two or not is my question. I mean, this game week has ended so quickly that like I've just basically digested how my team is done, and I haven't had the time to actually. Uh, you know, excrete any answers yet, <laughs> but uh, but no, I'm thinking Captain Salah. Uh, if I get in an Aubameyang or a Kane, then that might swing my decision. Do you know? Uh, but I honestly don't have any. Uh, haven't made my mind up yet. You haven't got a preference, Kane or Aubameyang? Ah, uh, see Kane this week <laughs> because they're at home to Southampton, and then next week I can just drop Kane down to uh, Aubameyang. That's a good point. You could yeah. go. You could have the best of both worlds. Yeah. You could go for Kane this week, and and then just drop him down to Aubameyang for the the match next week. Are you resigned to getting rid of Aguero this week? See, that's the thing. I'm not resigned to it. I would have only been happy to get rid of Aguero if I could replace him with City cover somewhere else. So Sane is an option. Uh, it all depends. I mean, if I if I dropped down uh, Sane, uh, fucking Hazard down to Sane, I could upgrade uh, Aguero to Kane or. or you know, and then do the have Sane and Kane this week, and then drop Kane down to Bamian next week. Yeah, do you know? Yeah. So yeah, it, look, yeah, there's yeah. options abound. Uh, I just feel like Hazard away to Wolves. That's a uh, a nice fixture that I'd feel silly if uh, you know Hazard scored a lot of goals. I don't really like that fixture. I mean, I like I. Anytime I've said I don't like that fixture for Chelsea this week, or I think they could be in trouble this week. Yeah. They've always battered the team to play that yeah. week, but. I don't know, Chelsea look a small bit off the pace at the moment. Uh, I think they'll still pick up wins. I think they'll probably beat uh, Wolves. I think they'll get bait by Man City in game week 16. Yeah. Um, the games, for regards my team, none of... I, I'm not feeling confident about my Man City players. I could easily see both Sterling and Aguero yeah, being no, benched. Just, yeah. Um, and me only playing with 10 players because Bennett could be benched as well that's the beauty of having Salah there because I think he's a, like a short thing regardless of the Man City situation Salah is like pretty much a bit of a banker this weekend but I have good fixtures uh, like all my defenders are playing away from home which is kind of a shame uh, my goalkeeper Fabianski is, is at home against Cardiff yeah. uh, and that, that could change the bag of which I'd probably stick with Fabianski yeah. I reckon Robertson away to Burnley um, like fucking hell Robertson could be fucking rotated now this week. if Ro- Robertson's mm-hmm. rotated this could be a disastrous week for people. Yeah, it could. Not. But I'm wondering, are we? Are, do you think are we overplaying I this think whole you're rotation risk? It. <laughs> I think we're important. It's important to mention it, but there's no point dwelling on it because yeah. shit's going to happen this week. Uh, and if it doesn't happen this week, game we coming, it'll happen at the fucking weekend. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So don't worry about it. Uh, play what you think is going to be the strongest Look, team. A lot of these teams, le- like we say, okay, Man City, Liverpool, United, all yeah. Spurs, all these guys have been playing three games a week in Europe League. I and mean, you'll see yeah. they'll play their their best eleven at the weekend. They'll play their best eleven midweek, and they'll play the same best eleven in the weekend after but maybe one or two changes yeah. but most of the time when they play when they do that like Salah hasn't missed any Premier League or Europa League or Champions League games this season you know um, you know, obviously Arsenal and Chelsea are different because they're playing Europa League so they yeah. are resting Hazard and that and they're resting Aubameyang and shit like that in Europa League but like uh, Man City yeah they've, they've such a big squad they'll rotate a bit they'll more rotate. I, I'm hoping anyway that I'm not going to be completely decimated with rotations I'm week. hoping you fucking are but I, I have some nice fixtures as I said like potentially I've got my differentials are what are hopefully going to get me points this week Fraser against Huddersfield Fraser against yeah. Huddersfield Richarlison against Newcastle Richarlison's not a differential well they're not yeah either's Fraser really I mean these are yeah. kind of highly owned players they're, they're, they're less than <laughs> they're less than 30% yeah differentials yeah. against my mini league rivals yeah, like yeah. yourself they're not you know they're not the um, they're not the fifty percent forty percent owned. I think they'll be the ones that make and break this yeah. week, you know. Um, Arnautovic at home yeah. to Cardiff, Mitrovic at home to Leicester. I'm looking at these kind of guys. Yeah. And you have Moss, so you don't have to worry about it. It's mm. a good headache to have. Uh, I think it's time yeah. for 
for the good news and bad news bit and basically the bad news is that we're not going to deal with who got the most uh, goals last week and points the differentials like we usually do we're going to save that for the next uh, pod uh, because it just happened so taking fast and, we're and also the we forgot to write down who we have and have that all exactly. shit, that shit lined up <laughs> but the good news is that we are going to do a second pod and we're going to release that on Thursday evening or Thursday morning um, we're going to record that Wednesday night after the end of the next uh, game week and we're going to throw it out there on Thursday morning so uh, make sure you keep your eyes and ears peeled out for that one mm-hmm. um, I suppose we we'll leave it there anyone who wants to contact us uh, you can reach us on email at fblhangover at gmail but the most important and uh, direct contact is with the FBL Hangover Twitter account and that's being run by my my lovely page, compatriot here Seamus mm-hmm. yeah, tell us about your Twitter account uh, yeah so um, I'd always encourage you if you want to get more uh, you know advice details you know thoughts of the experts yeah. us, that you're listening to here yeah uh, yeah. follow <laughs> us at, at FPL Hangover um, we're trying to post from stop, that more yeah stop. if you just want to you know, help Seamus not be so lonely like yeah. reach out to him you yeah know? you know I've like uh, there's there's a bit of a distance between us yeah. so there's a bit of a gap so <laughs> I don't have anyone to talk to there I've been, uh, I'm up to the I'm up to the top Twelve and a half thousand places now. Yeah, Top no, and a half it thousand. is. So yeah. at least uh, you can put your money where your mouth is, if yeah. that phrase fits here. Yeah. So yeah. I'm uh, I'm at FPL Drunk on Twitter, um, but uh, I'm also posting at FPL Hangover. I try and uh, post on both and kind of have a look on that. So follow us on both of those, and you will see my own weekly recommendation differential recommendations, which I'll be putting out tomorrow, and uh, my uh, drunk tank picks, which are my eleven picks for this particular game week. And uh, yeah, so good night, James. All right, good night, James. So, and that's all for me as well. Uh, God bless. Yeah, may your eyes be green.